All right, are you ready, Ali? This is exciting. I know, I know, I'm excited. It's gonna be fun. We're just talking to you. I feel like I get like I get to have your like undivided attention for. I know you better. Oh, you're gonna. Wow. I hope you don't regret it when it's over. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. What is up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of Overshare the Podcast and the YouTube video. Today is a show, an episode unlike ever before, because for the first time ever, we have an outsider, a civilian, some would say, joining me as my co-host. And it is my very own sister, Allison Elaine, formerly Davis Kirby. Hello. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi, Joss. Hi. So I feel like I have to point out that Lily has been traveling a lot and she's catching up on some stuff. So today, when I had the opportunity to have someone on the podcast, I'm not going to lie. I thought of you immediately because you've had a lot of opinions about the topics on this podcast and specifically the fact that you've been discussed at length. I know. I don't like, I don't think it's fair to have, you know, people talk about you, but you don't be able, or you're not able to like give your side of the story or have like a rebuttal. You paint this picture of who I am and that's just who people think I am. And maybe that's true and maybe it's not. I don't know. But I feel like it's only right. It's only right. So today, so basically today you're here for redemption. Yes. Well, yeah. And then also just to get to talk to you. Okay. Fantastic. But yeah, redemption. Well, of course. I guess the first question to ask is this. I know that you were very recently on the podcast of two very famous women directionally challenged with Candace King and Kayla Yule. Their podcast is highly established and they are both very famous. So do you feel like you're slumming it with me today? <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm a teacher and all yes. of my students think that you're so cool. They like, def you definitely give me street cred. So it would be unfair to say that I was slumming it. Um, but however, it's like, you know, remember like in like People Magazine or like Us Weekly, they'd be like stars. They're just like us. And they're like pumping their gas or like whatever. So it's always funny to me whenever my students think that you're like, it's like a big deal. And I'm like, listen, guys, she like empties my trash can. She changes my kids' diapers. She, like, <laughs> she does all the things. She's just my sister. Like we used to like fight and not really anymore. No, but we don't fight anymore, but we're going to dive into that kind of as our topic of overshare, because I think Unless you're an only child and you have no siblings or maybe even close friends that you had like frenemy relationships with growing up, I feel like everybody really connects with the concept of sort of having like some sort of argumentative relationship with their siblings growing up. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But I want to throw out another disclaimer. And that is this. If you are listening to this podcast right now, and you have no idea which of us is talking because our voices are essentially identical... I'm just sorry. I don't know what to do. Allie, do you get that all the time? Like mom and dad cannot even tell us apart. It's really weird. And also like if I'm ever, I mean, my favorite memory is of our names, our voices sounding the same is um, 
when I was out in Huntington Beach. Do you remember that? When we were in college. Yes. I, I, was, a, I was a senior in high school. I remember oh, and yes. you, were, you were in college and I was in, in Huntington Beach on Main Street, like hanging out with my friends. And someone came walking up to me and was like, hello, do you know Jocelyn Davis? <laughs> you sound exactly the same. And it was someone from college, what you knew from UC Irvine, and they just heard my voice and yep. came up to me and were like, this is so weird, but do you know this person? And it was a girl in my sorority, which is mm-hmm. so incredibly crazy. Um, anyways, Allie, I feel like it's time to jump into the show. I need you to promise me right up front that you're not going to go easy on me, that you're going to go like balls to the walls. Get your balls out. Oh, balls are out. Okay, great. <laughs> great. I'm glad the balls are out. We're ready to jump in. And I don't know if you've ever actually even really listened to a full episode of this show, but we're going to jump. You have. Oh, yes, of course I have. I, of course. Okay. I just haven't lately been listening to very many podcasts because I'm not commuting. That's oh yeah. You have a life too. And but I mean, stuff. now that I'm like so famous on podcasts, I'm going to have to at least listen. Is that a thing? Do you listen to your own? Or I do sometimes. I do sometimes listen. It. Yeah, sometimes I black out, which could happen today. So if I do black out, I'm like, what did I say? What did we talk about? And then sometimes I'll text Lily and say, hey, I think we're kind of funny. And she's like, did you think we weren't? And I was like, I question myself sometimes. Anyways, we're going to jump in right now with Over It. So Over It. What she said. Okay, so Allie, on this part of the show, this is where we kick things off with kind of venting. You know, it's a safe space to talk about something that we're just over from the week before. Would mm-hmm. you like to go first or would you like me to go first? I'll go first. Please, I've share. Thinking, I've been thinking about this because oh. there's a lot of things that I'm over. Yes. Like a lot of things. But the number one thing that I'm over right now is... The time change. I am so over this stupid time change. I I have small children and they don't understand. Like they just, oh my gosh. I mean, you know, Jaws, like they just started sleeping like really good. Like Sam slept until 845 the other morning. And I was like, what is life? Like this is amazing. And then the and then the freaking time change. It's terrible. And besides, you know, now they're waking up like an hour. They're still waking up pretty much at like the same time, but the clock says that it's, you know, earlier. It's getting dark. Oh, that's, it's I like, hate that. I hate that. It's like I depressing that. kind of. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and then we both have in-laws, like our families that live in states where they don't do the time time change. change. So like Arizona and Hawaii. And so that complicates things. And then I just look at them and I'm like, why, 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 why we we, I am not a farmer. Thank you. Thank you. We're not living in an agrarian society. Why? I don't understand. I'm just over it. I'm so over it. That is like the number one thing I'm so, I'm so tired. Yesterday was like the time change and it was the longest day of my life. (laughs) I, my watch didn't change automatically. 
And I looked at, I looked at it and I was like, oh dang, it's, you know, 4.30. I need to get dinner started or I need to make that salad. And I like came inside. Do you remember you were here? We like came inside and, and then I looked after, right after I finished making the salad, I was like getting everything ready to like set out dinner. And I looked at the clock on the microwave and it said 3.30. And I was like, that's terrifying. And you're ready for bed at that point. I am, we are on a very regimented schedule in the Kirby household and this is just, it's, it's just terrible. So that's what I'm over. Take it. What is it? Daylight savings time. You can suck it. So I'm in Arizona right now. So they don't believe in the time change here and I'm definitely okay with it. I don't know. I feel like in Arizona and some of these states, they just like choose their own adventure anyways. They're just like doing whatever they want all the time. So I feel like they're just like, we own time. We're going to control it ourselves. But the best part of you sharing your over it is how wildly different mine is. Okay. You're over here with your two kids and you're like, oh, it's so hard when my children won't sleep. What I'm over is the fact that my Botox has worn off, okay? I have a, I have way too much movement in my forehead, way too much, and I'm starting to get a daily tension headache, all right? I need to go, I need to find someone to shoot my face up here in Arizona because I don't have time for this. Like, look at, if you're watching this on YouTube, the amount of facial movement is more than you have ever seen. Um, I'm a huge advocate for Botox. I'm absolutely not one of those people who's like, I got it for migraines. I don't get migraines, okay? I got it because I don't want a wrinkly forehead. But the bonus is that I don't get headaches anymore. And, and now it's worn off. And I just, you know, I'm really really having a hard time with it. Well, how long ago was the last time? I feel like we talked about this. Have you gone recently? I have probably gone in maybe six months ago, but I also recently found out that the more you sweat, it wears off quicker. So because of COVID, obviously, and this is also, I mean, this is just so stupid. I sound so dumb complaining about this. I've been forced to work out a lot outside during the summer and I've been sweating a lot more than usual because normally I'd be indoors, like in an air conditioned Pilates studio. But because you can't do that, I've just been sweating a lot. It's causing my Botox to wear off and I'm not happy about it. I have a solution. What? You just need to stop working out. No, no, no. I'm, I can't do that. Chris would not ever like let me back into our house again because if I don't exercise, I'm like a maniac lady. And I know you're the same way because why don't you tell the people right now how many miles you have run since COVID started? Like 700. Yes. It's, yes. It's been amazing. But like... It's the only way that I like maintain my sanity. You're right. But I mean, I, I, I jest about like not working out, but um, I mean, that is like a major way that I have like maintained my mental health. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel bad for people who, you know, maybe don't have, who don't have the option of like running on a treadmill or going to work out, out even outside, you know, um, it's, I think just getting outside is so important. And there's, I think there's still some people that are just kind of um, afraid and, you know, being really cautious, which is okay. But um, man, I don't know what I would be doing if I, I also probably would have gained the COVID-19. 
<laughs> you also could just run around in your own pristinely gorgeous backyard. You could just like run around in circles with your two children if you wanted to. Um, okay, I feel like we need to jump into our phone call. Allie, we now take calls on the show. So in the future, you feel free to call and leave a voicemail. And all of you guys listening, I just want you to know that if you want to be a part of this little show, we would love to have you. Please call 562-661-8729. Leave us a voicemail three minutes or less, letting us know what you are over and we will just relish in it with you. Okay. We are here to just connect and empathize with whatever it is you're over. So Melissa, roll the tape. Hey, Lily. Hey, Jocelyn. I am going to tell you what I'm over. My name's Luke, and it is my senior year of high school, and I am so over, such a cliche, but I'm so over the coronavirus pandemic ruining everything for me. Um, my senior year, I was waiting to go to all the dances just because I wanted to enjoy that experience as a senior, make it the best year ever, but all the dances are closed. I can't go to football games, which everyone is saying isn't that fun anyway, but I'm still sad about it. And there's just so many things in my life that are getting canceled because of this. And these are my prime years. Well, college is my prime year, but still kind of over it. Um, Love you guys so much. And I respect everybody in the crew and hope you guys have a great day. Bye. Oh, my gosh, Luke. What a cutie. Allie, uh, do you remember that if I was a boy, my name was Luke? Me too. Actually, yours too. So, mm-hmm. Luke, I feel like we're kindred spirits, but Allie, you you have to speak to this because you're a high school teacher. This is just so sad, uh, Luke. I I I cannot give you enough of my condolences. I teach seniors, and you know everybody felt bad for the class of 2020, um, but the real people to feel sad for are the class of 2021 because I. I mean, it's just so sad. 2020 at least got three quarters of the school year. And these kids, I don't know, you know, I don't know what it's going to look like. And I I don't know where Luke is based and, you know, where he's, <clears throat> you know, where you are as far as like going back to school eventually. But um, yeah, I feel like um, it's a very common thing. People are feeling really sad. It's, <sighs> I just don't even know. I guess I feel like, like you you're going to start it, crying. Like, literally, you're one second away from crying. Yeah, also, like, by the way, Ali, did you know that most people agree that English teachers, which you are, or sometimes like theater teachers, but mostly English teachers are the people that like are saving the youth of society. Like everyone loves a good English teacher. Are you aware of this? Um, She's nodding. I mean, yeah, she knows. I'm beloved. Like... <laughs> No, I think that, I think that English teachers have, uh, it's different than like math, like math isn't up for interpretation. You know, there's not really like life stuff you can talk about with like math, but with like literature and, um, you know, journals and things like that, like writing, there's a lot more, um, freedom to talk about like growth. And, um, I think there's more opportunities for people to connect in different ways over like English class. Um, but Luke, I mean, you're right. Your prime years are not over. No, Um, absolutely not. No. And, you know, the hope is that, you know, next year you'll be able to start college, um, and have a really 
full college experience. And I, I think there's a lot of um, high school students who like bad mouth, like, oh, I just can't wait to get out of here. Like get me out of high school, like move on to the next phase. But when it's like taken away from you and you're not getting to have that experience, I think that a lot of students are now seeing oh, this actually really like sucks. Like I really wanted to be able to like do the cliche homecoming. And, you know, the city that we grew up in has this crazy rival like football game. Oh, the Downey Warren game. I feel like I have to give a little context. Allie and I grew up in basically what feels like a small town right outside of right outside of downtown LA. That's where Allie also is a teacher. And it is like... You feel like you're in one of those movies about high school, like the city we grew up in. All anyone cares about is like going to the local pizza place, going to the football games. Like it's just very much a community. And the Downey Warren game, shout out to anyone from Downey listening to this podcast, by the way. It's like actually really fun. It's basically like going to an NFL game, but like smaller people. Yeah, it's like the event of the year. And it was last year, like 2019, it was November 1st. And so there's all these like pictures popping up on social media of, and and Warren won, which was like so exciting that Warren won, which is where I work. And um, and so like we didn't get to have that this year. So that's like another thing that it's like, Okay. It's sad. I know. Who knows what, you know, the football season is going to look like. So there's so many, there's so many losses. Um, I, I decided early on that my best way to like cope with all of this was to just say like, everything is canceled (laughs) for the foreseeable future. And then if anything actually happens, I'm stoked. Right. 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 So then you have nothing to look forward to. Anything that happens is almost like a bonus Jonas surprise moment. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, if time will tell, like we might be able to get back on campus and go back to school and, you know, Luke, I don't know where you go to school and what that looks like for you. Um, But I say like, never take school for granted ever again. Never take getting to like see your friends like every day for granted ever again. Um, because, you know, now we're like living in this weird situation where we're so isolated. You know, I'm even like sad sometimes. <laughs> I'm a grown up, So it's like, I'm just like here by myself. Like when I know totally, I, the reason I became a teacher was because I like loved people and like, I get so much. It's so life-giving for me. And so like not having that has been really hard too. So, yeah. um, yeah. No, I think that's a good point of view is that moving forward, especially Luke, if you live in a place like where we're from in Los Angeles, where like, I, I hate to say it cause I'm a very positive person, but I would be shocked if people went back to school this year. And I hate to say that to you too, Ali. I don't want to burst your sweet little bubble of a heart, but you already said everything's canceled. So I'm just kind of like reiterating what you said. And I feel like the school year is canceled. But Luke, if you have something to hang on to, it is this. I have always said this. Don't peak too soon, meaning you never want to peak in high school anyways. This is not your prime time, buddy. Your prime time is coming and it is something called the college years and the 20s. And then guess what? The 30s are even 
better. I'm here to tell you, I thought it was just like a Pinterest quote, but being in your 30s is amazing. So you have a lot to look forward to. That's what I'll say. But when you get to go to college, I would just say, take every opportunity. Don't miss the cliche moments. Do all the things. Have all the fun. Because I think if this has taught us one thing, it's that you really have to be grateful for all the little things. Because the little things, going to the football games, going to the homecoming dance, hanging out with your friends at lunch, you know, doing band, whatever, those become the big things. So I, I would just say, hang in there, man. You're not alone. That's for sure. There's like millions of other people going through the same thing, but I'm over it for you as well. I have nothing to look forward to in my life right now. So I feel pretty okay, but I feel pretty bad for you. (laughs) Honestly. Um, okay. Allie, are you ready to jump into the beef, the beef and barley of this episode? (laughs) Gross. How about the hot dog of this episode or like just such a gross. I hate when anybody refers to like something as like the meat and potatoes. Like what about like, the nuts like, and bolts? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't like euphemisms like that. It's just kind of gosh, your euphemisms, you and your big words. How about this? Are you I ready like to look? Are you ready to talk about the main part of the show? Um, sure. Yeah. Right. Are, are we done with the exposition? Oh, just stop. Today's episode is sponsored by Skillshare. For those of you guys who are not familiar with Skillshare yet, then listen up. Skillshare is an awesome online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people just like all of you. You guys can explore new skills. You can even deepen passions that you already have and really generally just get lost in the creativity of it all. And at a time right now in our world and in our country, when so many important conversations are happening, I think it's important to keep in mind that your voice is more essential than ever. And who knows, exploring these classes might just help you express what you're feeling through creative self-discovery. Now, for me personally, when I was first introduced to Skillshare, I was so excited because there were so many classes I wanted to take. First and foremost, had to sign up for the class about plant life because if you know me, I've definitely killed all my plants inside my house at least once. Another favorite that stood out to me right from the onset was the watercolor painting class. There are just so many options, so many things for those of you who are creative to really explore. And the best part yet is that most classes are under 60 minutes. The lessons are so short so they can fit into your very busy schedule. There are no ads and they're always launching new premium classes. Plus, and here's a major win, it's less than $10 a month with an annual subscription. Skillshare is just a really cool, great way to refresh your creativity and really explore beyond your areas of focus. You can break up your routine with fun, spontaneous acts of creativity. You can explore workshops, classes, and so much more. So if you guys know what's good, explore your creativity at Skillshare.com forward slash overshare. And guess what? The first thousand people to use our link will get a free trial of Skillshare premium membership. Again, that is skillshare.com 
forward slash overshare and the first thousand people to use our link will get a free trial of Skillshare premium membership. You will receive free access to thousands of classes for a limited time. So do what you gotta be one of the first 1000 to sign up at Skillshare.com forward slash overshare. Okay, so let's jump in today. We're going to be talking about sibling relationships, maybe some sibling arguments, sibling dynamics, as it were. So Allie and I are not even two years apart. In fact, weird story. We are one year, 364 days apart. So our birthdays are one day apart. Exactly This is so disgusting. Nine months after our father's birthday. So yes, feel free to barf in your mouth and just swallow it. Um, So (laughs) we basically, I don't remember, I'm I'm older. I do not remember a life without Allie at all because I was like a slug fetus, baby. Like I don't remember anything. Um, So I feel like when people talk about their childhoods and they have siblings that are close in age, and I wonder if you agree, Allie, like we shared our whole life. Like you were like my first life partner, basically, you know? So it only makes sense that we would get into some scuffles. Some scuffles. Yeah. And, you know, Jocelyn, you are like the quintessential oldest child. Like, what do you mean? What, what does that mean? Fantastic, wonderful, like- and lovely? Um, yeah, those are adjectives. <laughs> those are words. Um, but you're, very, you're very driven and there's like kind of an expectation that like everyone else is just as driven as you are. And you are, um, used to kind of just like being in charge. Um, and then like the weird thing is that like, I'm like that too, but whenever we're in a dynamic together, you are like, the boss. Like you just are like, we slip. Like right I'm Mufasa and you're Simba, but like, I'm not dead. Mm, yeah. Like more like Mufasa and Scar brothers. Oh, so wait, but you're Scar. I'm Mufasa. I know, but I don't really want to take over <laughs> your life. I'm fine. I'm okay. Good. That's great. I'm, I'm so glad that we got through that. No, but it is interesting because I mean, we're in our thirties, you have your own family, a very successful career, a wonderful life. So you're very clearly independent, but it is so weird how even at this age, like when something happens or we have a decision to make or something like those sibling birth order dynamics still come into play. It's mm-hmm. really odd, right? Yeah. And then like Wes, our brother is six years younger than me. And so Wes, like he kind of had his own childhood. He had his own life. Absolutely. So much younger, but also he's like definitely the youngest like child and his, the parents that he had are different than like the parents that you had and not literally, but like Right. figuratively like, definitely yeah, like they were just older when they had him and um and he's obviously a different person so you parent kids differently but I do feel like we were like parented as like one child because our we were so close in age um and and yeah you definitely like have always been like an alpha like person male. <laughs> An alpha male <laughs> person, an alpha person. But like, 
not in a bad way. It's just right. who you are. And, um, but that also, when you have two strong personalities, because I also have a strong personality, um, that can cause, you know, strife. You sound so smart right now. Honestly, I haven't even thought about it like this, but I think what we have to dive into too is some of our most insane teenage arguments because the teenage years were the climax of some of our craziest arguments. We never really got into physical altercations because, I mean, can you imagine if mom found out we got into like a physical fight with each other? She would have like told us, what did she used to say that Jesus is crying and Satan is happy or something. And we were like, mom, come on. Like, that is too dark. Like, you can't say that to us. Like, the crazy thing is like, you'll see Jaws because you'll have kids and like you say things and you're like, oh, what? That was weird. (laughs) That was dark. That was really dark. You just like, it comes out or you say things that like mom used to say and you're like, oh, wow. Like, that's crazy. I mean, there's so many. I can like think of so many different like. Tell your favorite story, okay? You need some redemption. Allie brings this up every single time we talk about our youth years because the jacket, or are we talking about the the time you made me walk home? The time I made you walk home, a solid three quarters of a mile in seventy five degree perfect California weather. Leave that one to me. I'll talk about it. You can talk about the jacket if you want to. Uh All right. So we were on ASB together, which is ASB is associated student body. It's like student government. So if people know, if you're familiar and I was a sophomore and Jocelyn was a senior and we had like this, this ASB room that everybody just hung out in like all the time. And we had block schedule when we were growing, when we were in high school. So block schedule is probably like a lot of people are doing block schedule right now because of like this or whatever, but classes were like 90 minutes long. And so we would really only have stuff to do for like 30 minutes of that class. And then we would just all like kind of like get into trouble, like hang out. Well, you would get into trouble because you had an off-campus pass and you would ditch school, like acting like you were like doing some important business for the student body, but really you were like going to go to like in and out. We would just like throw empty boxes in the back of my friend Randy's (laughs) truck and we would just be like, we have to go deliver these to uh, (laughs) school down the road. And they'd just be like, okay, bye, good good luck. (laughs) And we would just like leave and be gone for like an hour. Well, there was that one security guard, Derek, who was like, if you bring me a diet Coke, I won't tell anyone. And I was like, cool. (laughs) We're like, we'll bring you a burrito. And (laughs) And they're like, great. I'm I'm totally down. I think they've really tightened security up since then. Sure. Yeah. Um, Right. No, they haven't guaranteed. (laughs) But anyways, back to the jacket. So, oh yes. I got this new jacket for Christmas and I'm pretty sure mom had taken me like shopping to pick it out and I like chose it and I can like picture, I can picture that jacket. It was like, it was blue. It was blue and black. It was cute. And it like didn't have a hood. It just had like a collar and it was like that like swooshy material on the outside. Like puffer coat material almost. But like more like, like vinyl-y, like I don't, 
It was very know. 90s. It was very 90s. It had like a sheen to it. It was almost sparkly, but it also was like skater girl style, kind of like I don't care, but I do care, you know? Yeah. And it was like fleece on the inside. And in the ASB room, there were um, like wall heaters. So if anybody like is familiar with those, a lot of people have like central heating and air now, but like a wall heater that you would like switch on and then it would get like literally really hot. And so you, we would stand around it to like warm up and, um, but not touch it because if you touch it, you would burn yourself. So Jocelyn was wearing my jacket, wearing my jacket. And I don't even know if you were like given permission to be wearing my jacket or if I'm you were sure I asked or forcibly suggested it. <laughs> and you leaned up against the heater for like at least like 15 seconds. And you were like, oh, something smells like it's burning. And you moved away and there were lines burnt, like melted into my brand new jacket. And I was so mad. It would have all been fine. I'm going on the lies, lies, lies. You would have said, I'm sorry. That was my fault. But those words are really hard for Jocelyn Elaine Davis Reese to say. So... (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to go, I'll I'll go on the record now and say, I'm so sorry that your jacket was nearly ruined. Um, I'm really glad I wasn't injured. Also, I'd like to bring up that there was never a concern for my personal safety at all whatsoever. So that's kind of offensive. I just want to throw that out there. But you know what I'll do? I'll do you a solid and I will up you. I will send you a jacket of your choosing. Okay. Listen, I was looking at jackets today because we are going camping over Thanksgiving. So I'll send you a couple options. She's like, here's the goose down coat I want. The Canada goose that costs $4,000. Do you think you can get me this? Here's the Kataguchi that I want. Please. Thank you. Um, Okay. Well, the other thing we have to bring up at this point in time is that my sister is very cool, calm, and collected right now. She is like a fully evolved woman. But when we were children, when we were teenagers, girlfriend, you were wild. Okay. You would like flip that switch in five seconds, which is why when Allie brings up the story of me not giving her a ride home from school, it was because I was like, you need to cool off. You need to walk home from school. I'm doing you a favor because you wanted me to like drive 15 people home. And I had a very strict seatbelt policy in my car. And I was not, that is not true. I remember. Actually, no, that's true. I put people in the trunk. That's right. So I had a very selective seatbelt policy in my car and, you know, I just didn't, I just didn't want to take your people. And, um, so I called the seatbelt card, which I would do safety first, buckle up for safety when you're on the road. And, um, I don't really, I don't really feel bad about that one. I still think it was kind of funny because you were so mad and you were like, I'm never talking to you again. And I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) But then I will say that was in high school. We still did get along and like always had each other's backs. If someone else was being mean to one of us or uncool, like I could always, always count on you to like go and talk to someone and they would either think you were like really nice or maybe you were going to murder them because of the crazy look in your eyes. You are really good at the crazy eyes thing. You still are obviously. But then I feel like once we got to college and we went on our own separate paths and we moved out, we each went to separate schools and had our own lives. That's when we had like 
the space and freedom to be our own people and to like kind of just like do our own thing and become real friends. But we've always like gravitated like back to each other. Totally. We ended up working it out back together. Oh my gosh. I was just telling someone the story of how that lady with the like the leaky eyes. Do you remember like her eyes? Oh, KJ Chardonnay lady. Yeah, KJ Shard lady. But the the old lady that had like the goopy eyes and she was so mad at me because I like wouldn't do what she wanted to do. Like her, she wanted me to do something stupid, like with her order. And I was just like, "Mm." and so she's like, I need to speak to the manager. And you were, I was the the manager manager that day. And so I like went and got you and you came over and then you basically told her like the same thing, like that's not going to happen. And she was like, I don't know what's wrong with you and that other girl, you girls like you and genetics. I'm so sorry. It's definitely genetics. And they can't fire both of us because they don't have enough people working here. So you're stuck with us. That job I definitely only ever like kept because of you because they well, you would have been fired because of the health code violation well, that and you did. I was like crazy and I would tell people like so yeah so what it pizza and I'm like is it on the menu do you see it on the menu and they would be like it's a crazy thing like the only things we have are the things that are on the menu so, yeah being a server at a restaurant like Outback Steakhouse is definitely a test in patience but there was a time that Allie was really trying to liven up the spirits of the wait staff so she found an empty ice bucket and put it on top of her head and started running around the restaurant which like you probably shouldn't touch your face or your hair to a place where ice for drinks go and a bunch of customers saw it and And then it became a health code situation, but they couldn't fire Allie from the restaurant because they didn't have enough employees. So instead she got like put on probation or suspension for two weeks. And she was like, thanks for the vacation. I've been looking forward to one anyways. So um, yeah, I'm still pretty upset about that as well, actually. But shout out to Outback Steakhouse for paying our bills, for paying our bills for all those years. And then after we were out of college and when we were both in our very first job, jobs. Allie and I lived in one of the most disgusting apartments on the planet. It was basically free, which is what we needed at the time. But um, yeah, it was really, really gross. It was gross. More critical of that place than you should be. It wasn't you should be more critical. It was disgusting. It wasn't that bad. We kept it fine. We kept it pretty clean. But it was just like the seventies. Like remember Brittany, my, one of my best friends, Brittany walked in and she said it smelled like 1970s furniture. Yeah. See, that's, that's why I'm saying like, that's not cool. Like that's actually gross because the carpet had probably not been professionally cleaned since the seventies. So there was probably so much human like skin follicles just in breathing into our noses. Allie, think about it like that and then get back to me. Okay. Remember how we used to sleep together in your room in the same bed? Because- yeah, because we only had one air conditioner. Yeah. We had a ball air con- like the one that had like the hose that came out and we would put it in your room and then make it like 40 degrees in your room. And we would just like get in bed and just like... And I had a full-size bed. Not a queen size, but a full size. This is when we had first started Clever. And again, we were not making, I was not making very much money. And so living in that apartment, which like I said, was essentially free, was a fantastic move for us. And we lived there all the way up until Allie got married. And then you had, you were forced to move in with your husband. <laughs> into like another, by the way, like 
the apartment that Matt and I lived in when we first got married, I would say it was more gross. No, than- no, 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 no. When it was scenic. Took- you had a garden, you had a patio, you had outdoor space. No. When you took a shower, a really hot shower at that apartment, the walls would like drip like brown because like the person who had lived there before smoked like eight packs of cigarettes a day. And it was like part of the walls. And it was so gross. It was so, so, so gross. Or if we were gone for like more than like three days and we opened it up, it was just like smelled so bad. And that place was worse. I was happy with our place in Downey. That was a great mm. place. You know, we did our best. We really did our best. I looked at Pinterest a lot. It was probably the beginnings of my YouTube videos about design was trying to cover that apartment from every square inch so that you couldn't see what it actually looked like. But I will say I'm glad that we have so many memories, so Mm -hmm. many more yet to come, I'm sure. And I'm glad that we've been been able to overcome and I will send you oh, your little code. We've done, we've done so much fun stuff together. That's you know? true. I know I'm acting dramatic, but we like, we used to go on honeymoons together when we were in our twenties because all our friends got married when we were in our twenties for the most part. And I remember one of your friends was like, I'm going to wait to go to Bora Bora till I get married. And we were like, you don't even have a boyfriend. Like you're going to have to wait to go to Bora Bora for like 10 years. And that's when you and I started going on honeymoons together. Mm -hmm. We went to Greece on a honeymoon together. We went to Hawaii at least once Mm -hmm. we went to Paris. We drove through the UK and Scotland. It was very cute. We were like in a rom-com, but it was just us. That was really fun. Mm. Yeah. I I was super grateful to have like a sidekick because all of my friends got married. All of them. I was a bridesmaid 13 times before. You're too nice. You're too nice of a friend. And it was great, but... It was like, okay, like none of these people can like, are going to go to like Greece with me, right? Like everyone's like pregnant or like, you know, trying to buy a house or whatever. Um, And so with you, it was just like, let's do this. Let's take our tax returns and spend them in the Mediterranean. I have, I have a Jocelyn and a story. I remember we were in Paris And you're really good at like navigating around and like asking questions and trying to figure things out. And I was really nervous. I think it was like the first time I traveled internationally. And then you were like kind of doing everything. And then one day you were like, I'm not doing anything today. You have to do it. You have to like figure out the train. You have to figure out like the bus system. You have to ask questions. And I was just like, oh no. And I figured it out, but that's like such a like you thing to do. It was probably a good learning lesson for you though, right? Yeah. And I mean, gosh, I'm such a ball buster though. I'm so mean. (laughs) Like a weird, yeah, it's like a weird thing. Like I'm like confident, but then that like, that just felt really super intimidating to me, but you were like, you're just going to do it and it's going to be fine. And I, and I was fine, but it was like stressful. Well, you are a middle child and you are left-handed, which you tell us all the time. And left-handed people die younger. I mean, how many times you have told me that you've been, I have such a hard life. I'm a middle child and I'm left-handed. And I'm just like, here we go. It's true though. Okay. The world is made for right-handed folks. Okay. Every every door is made for right-handed people. The world is made easier for right-handed people. Scissors, nope, <laughs> literally everything. And 
it's stressful. So, I mean, there's just the burden of being left-handed <laughs> is almost too much to bear. <laughs> I almost feel bad for you, but then I'm like, nah, I'm good. She's doing okay. P.S. Who uses their hands for anything anymore anyways? Like we have Alexa. We have like computers now. I mean, right? well, Alexa is collecting a lot of information on you, Jocelyn Davis. She knows everything about me. So does the whole world. Like what do I have that is private at this point? I, I don't even know, honestly. I don't know. I don't know. We had an Alexa for a while and the Alexa or it was an Echo. Is yeah. That- thing, yeah. mm-hmm. And you could ask it to play Jeopardy with you. And it would ask, it would give you like a Jeopardy question, like of the day or whatever. Um, what did you do with it? I don't know. It was in our old house. And then when we moved here, I think we just never like set it up again. I'm not Great. Like, so- like that. Like the only thing I would like to have would be like the front door to just like open for me because Is I got a thing things in my hands and I would love no, I'm just saying I would love that to happen. Melissa's me. nodding her head right now that that is a thing. So, well, mom and dad have a thing where, like, if you have like, the app, it like recognizes the app, like your thing, and it like unlocks your door. Our but parents have, have so many contraptions in their house. Like, if it is smart technology, my dad is the first in line. There's how many security systems do they have at their house right now? How there's, many? There's so many. Ring. There's the door that like locks and unlocks on its own. There's we the play. other one. There's the other security system too. I swear they just get them for fun just to hook them up and see what happens. Oh yeah. The one that's inside the house that like sees you like inside the house. You can no. go over to mom and dad's house and eat their food without them knowing anymore. Oh, problematic. <laughs> I want to know like that if you go over there, they like to be careful. Because there is a inside the house. That's that's not cool. Oh, that's not cool. I'm like, how how long have they had that camera? Interesting. I think Wes is the only one that like monitors it. Okay. Great. I'm gonna have to probably pay him off now. That's fantastic. Well, Allie, this has been great. And I know you have a life and you're left-handed, so you have a burden to bear. You have a lot going on, but would you riddle me this? Would you like to jump into the nuts, the bolts, the meat, the potato, the hot dogs, the corn dogs, and maybe a little soup and beans of our last segment? I guess so. So long, Sharewell. I hate us so much more now. So this is Sharewell, and this is where we say farewell by sharing something that has brought us joy this week. Can literally be anything. Um, And I know you're a very joy-filled person. What has brought you joy this week? Besides this moment. Besides this moment, besides you needing me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Actually, it is true. This was a last minute thing, but I have been wanting to have you on the show, which Melissa. Who do I know that doesn't have a life? You actually have more of a life than most people I know, actually. Totally. would totally be available at like the last minute, which it's true. And it's fine. Um, Something that has brought me joy, a share. Well, there's a lot of things that have brought me joy. Um, but it's Samuel's birthday today. Who is Samuel? You got to tell the world. He's five today. That's so weird. And I can't believe that he's five. He's old, Allie. He's like really old. He's going to lose his teeth soon. 
I know. I know. And he like did something really sweet today. He gave Naomi like something that she wanted to play with. And it's like, he's like a actual, like considering other people's feelings. And that's like a new thing for like a little kid. For for a little guy. Um, So that really brought me joy. Anytime he does something that's like sweet and like kind for his, especially for Naomi, um, who's my daughter, his sister, that just makes me really happy and brings me a lot of joy. So Samuel, sweet Samuel Warren Kirby, he's five. He's so cute. I remember the moment that he flew right out of your uterus. I was right there. I fainted straight to the ground. True story. Um, And then for your second, oh no, what's going on with her? And like ran over to help her. And I was like, Love. Legs and Allie's legs are in the stirrups with like a baby head coming out of her, and people are like, "This woman fainted. Is she okay?" <laughs> and then the best part is that, like a year and a half later, when we went back to have Naomi, the nurses remembered my husband. They're like, "Oh hi, I remember you." And they didn't remember me. And then they were like, "Um, aren't, isn't your sister the fainter? We remember her fainter." And I was like, "Yeah." This is my life. Like, this is my life. I am just like the like connector of these. Like, it's the left hand. I'm telling you, Al, you got to work on being ambidextrous. It'll really relieve a lot of your stress. It's true. But you know what? I'm just, it's a burden that I'm willing to bear. Oh my gosh. And also with Naomi, remember when I delivered her? Remember? Yes. I went to, I did training and everything. There's a YouTube video on it. And I sort of delivered her. I mean, not at all. There's a full team of doctors and nurses there. But um, congratulations to you on keeping two children alive now for five years. That is commendable. I know. And he's a, a big good, deal. He's a good little human. So that's the most important part. So. I know. I'm really excited to see like what he does in life. You know, it's like really fun. Um, well, my thing that brought me joy yet again could not be juxtaposed <laughs> more dramatically <laughs> if possible. Um, so as you know, Allie, I've gotten deeply into Pinterest, okay, during quarantine. I took a Mm -hmm. class on Pinterest. I've been posting a lot. I also use Pinterest so much for all of our design projects. Well, I recently was verified on Pinterest, which was very exciting for me because I was like, they've seen me. I've been noticed. This is exciting. But when I post stuff, like, I'm pretty sure no one sees it at all. Like, I I think it's like seven people look at what I post because I have a thousand followers. So like, if you're listening, do me a solid, give me a follow. Um, I post cute stuff. But last Friday, I posted two things and they both went viral. Over a million, over a million on each of them. And I one of them was me making peanut butter, two ingredients. And the other one was how to prevent maskne, like acne from a mask. And I mean, gangbusters. What does that even mean? I don't even know, but I feel like it's the right phrase to use. It, it went bonkers. It, bazinga. I don't know. It went really well. Kapow. And kapow. And they each have like millions of impressions. It's so weird. And I reached out to Pinterest and I was like, so why do people like me now? <laughs> and they're just like, well, it's very mysterious. So, um, no, but one thing I did do is put my face in the two pins that I posted. I usually don't show my face. And so apparently, you know, that helped. They like seeing human beings on Pinterest. So pretty stoked about that. I think that with Pinterest, there's so many Pinterest fails 
Mm-hmm. So people don't feel like they can accurately really do whatever it is on Pinterest because you're like, okay, yeah, like a designer, like, right. Of course, of course they're able to do it. They have all the resources available to them and like partnerships with whoever. But like when they see, it's just like you, like, Jocelyn. they're like, if this loser can do it, so can I. <laughs> no, you're like a real person. Like, a, you know what I mean? Like just a normal person. Like that's for me. I'm Not like, a professional. Like when I'm making a recipe, I like when it's just like a per, like a personal like blog as opposed to like someone who has like a cookbook and a show. Totally. Deal. Yeah. I get really intimidated by like Martha Stewart and all those people. If it's like a random, it, I don't even like recipes to begin with. That's why it's hilarious that I've had a recipe that went viral. But let me tell you this. I'm so used to in the YouTube world, the savagery of the comment section, even on Instagram and Twitter and whatever. The Pinterest comment section, which is like a lot of women in their like 40s, 50s and 60s is savage. The comments they leave are like, this looks disgusting. No one in my family would ever want to eat this. Or they're like, your face scared me. And I'm like, oh, there's so many Karens. It's like out of control. I'm just like, I click on their accounts and it's like a 55-year-old housewife in Minnesota, like literally leaving me these comments. And it it actually did make me laugh. So anyways, that was even more joy. But um, Allie, before we go, why don't you tell us where we can hit you up? Oh, um, do you want people following you? Do you want people yeah, to follow I you? I mean, great. I'm, you post yeah. a lot of good content. Give us your handle. Um, Allie Elaine Kirby on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that's all I do. I don't tweet. I don't tweet. I don't do any of that. Do you twitch? I, Have you been twitching? I don't twitch. You, you got to get on twitching. You got to do that. I need to do TikTok. I can't. I can't do the TikTok. It's not happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did a couple with you like a long time ago, but no, I can't. So just Instagram fantastic. I would love it if you guys would give my sister a follow because one of my goals is for her to get a spawn deal or a brand deal. I feel like that would be really great in 2020. If you could get a brand deal for something, I've been working on this for a long time. A while back, I said no to a brand deal and then was like, my sister would like to do this. And they were like, is your sister this woman who has 300 followers? And I was like, absolutely. And then oddly, I never heard back. So what I'm saying is we need to get Allie a brand deal. If you are watching or listening and you own a brand, give this woman some spawn opportunities because she's marketable. Okay, people, she is a non-flammable jacket. (laughs) (laughs) Great, great, great way to end bringing it full circle. Allie, (laughs) thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a true pleasure. Um, If you need any help, I have a right hand that is always ready to assist the burden it's just (laughs) oh here we go all right and for all of you guys out there watching and listening on youtube or anywhere podcasts are available thank you so much for being here if you're new and you just found us and you're like who are these people please subscribe rate us five stars and even leave us a review because it does really help again if you want to be on the show we would love to have you so go ahead and just rewind on back to get that phone number leave us a voicemail and who knows maybe we'll hear you on the show next week um but this show is over and salutations salutations goodbye